to the latest what's happening now how'd you get started I kind of got started in the industry I would say I was kind of thrown into it when I was 16 with modeling and then being around um like creatives and stuff I just kind of started feeling inspiration and feeling inspired to share more of my creativity because as a kid I was always into like creating shows and putting on productions and you know creating these characters for myself and um I kind of like stopped when I started modeling because I kind of got like a little bit of the era when modeling was still not fully you know it wasn't accepted to be yourself people wanted you to wear like a black black tank top and you know just like boring look basic pretty much but then as I grew up and as you know the years went by the industry started changing and then I did this shoot with John Galliano for Margiela and I was just super inspired by, he personally like told me the story behind all of the looks and behind just like the characters that he had created. And that had me thinking is like, oh, well, I kind of had put this other side of me on pause or just, you know, became what people wanted me to become. So then I was just like, look at this man, like super successful doing whatever the fuck he wants to do so I was just like let me do the same and then back in 2017 I was at Art Basel and I was um I kind of like freestyled over a beat for the first time like recording wise like professionally because I'd always written like little raps and stuff as a kid and poetry and things like that um because I was in a creative house with people who did no commission for Swiss Beats, which is like a party. And then after that, I really liked it. So I asked them, I was like, oh, where can I go to the studio or whatever? So they kind of put me on. And then I started making music like by myself from like 2018. And then now we're here. Nice, nice. Now let's talk about your latest single that's just blowing up right now, going viral, So Toxic. Did you expect for that song to blow up the way it did when you released it? Um, I think, yeah, a little bit. Um, it has that like pop sound and this hook that's super catchy. And when I made it, I feel like people, they could, they, I was like playing it to people and then 20 minutes go by without saying even anything, they would be singing it. So then I was like, all right, like this is something. And then the video, I feel like really helped like the vision come to life and for people to see kind of just the essence of it and like even the message behind the song right. too. what was the message behind the video because the video is amazing i like all your visuals by the way thank um, you yeah i come from a video background too so i started making videos when i was like eight years old and you know like creating um, content like i said when i was little so i created direct and edit like all of my shit um but The inspo behind the video was basically I wanted to create like a 70s, 80s inspired TV performance. Like Cher was a big reference, but like the story is pretty much like you're at this party and like having fun. But the thing is like, sometimes we go out not for ourselves, but for people we like and do things for them. And then like, it's so like intoxicating and you know, it's bad for you, but you do it anyway and you give into it. So that's like the message behind the song too. It's kind of like this 
party relationship that you know is not going to go anywhere, but it's just intoxicating because it feels good in the moment. Right, right. Yeah, and your, your song, uh, 1022, the video for that one is blown up as well. Uh, it's just headed on a fast pace towards hundreds of thousands of views. So let's talk about just the creation process and the, me- the message behind that video. So I made this song um, a day after I had like a super bad anxiety attack and then actually wanted to cancel the session because I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling good. But then I was like, you know what? Let me get my shit together and go because you <laughs> never know like what can happen. Right. So then my producer, Evan, he's the same guy who made So Toxic too. Yeah. Shout out to him. He uh, kind of started fucking around with these like guitar chords and he's, he's, his main thing is playing guitar. So, and that's very like guitar heavy song. So I just kind of started you know, writing about my feelings, like lost my head, count to 10, take a breath. Like it was me telling myself that I'm going to be okay. And overall, the song is just, I just put kind of a lot of like raw emotions about like anxiety, depression, like losing a person you love. Like I had, you know, like a death in my family and stuff. So I just kind of channeled all of that into the song. And then the video reflects that because I kind of, the mo- most I feel it is at nighttime. Like I'll be having like intense anxiety before going to bed. I like feel it in my chest and sometimes I have like sleep paralysis. But then I just wanted to like make me my own sleep paralysis demon and make it like pink and hot. So it's like not so scary. Facts, facts. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Bluetooth. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in a bedroom especially when it's time to step it up to the plate. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. Women say there's nothing at all that's sexier than confidence. And Blue Chew can help you give the confidence where it counts. So if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. Chew it and do it. And we got a special deal for our listeners, try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Leo Black at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Leo Black to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. I just want to give a special shout out to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. That's dope. Now let's talk about your relationship with Victoria Beckham because she's like your muse, right? Um, yeah, so I honestly, it was so random. I feel like I just had done a casting or something. And then she really like, liked my look and my vibe. And then, um, basically for like modeling before shows, you do looks. And I did looks for her in London, like in her like in-house office slash studio. That's because Back in the day, she used to have her shows in New York. So that was even before. So then, because I did the looks, I was there for like two days straight. And she kind of just like made the whole collection on me. In a way, like basically fitted everything. They were like, oh, this is good. This is not good. So I was kind of like the fit model. And then that's when we, you know, obviously if you spend a lot of time with somebody, you, you know, become closer. And then... I had like opened up a show for her and then yeah just kind of I've done like looks for her like many times since and 
it just kind of happened. And then we did a photo shoot together too for Elle magazine, which was really fun. It's kind of iconic if you think about it. Yeah, like hot yeah. spice. Yeah, I read somewhere you did like 80 fashion shows in a year. That's insane. I know. I was That's definitely working so hard. That was like the time when um I feel like a couple years back, now the industry has changed completely with people are more into creatives and just like accepting everybody for who they really are. But back in the day, it was kind of like a thing that you would want to do the most shows at a fashion week. Cause there was, there, they also kept like tabs. There was this like list on models.com. I feel like I was first on that one for like two years or something. But let me tell you, that was hard. I'm not going to lie. Cause it'd be like, you go to a fitting, you're there all night, and then, like, literally all night sitting on a floor at Prada, then they're going to send you home because they couldn't fit you, then you have a show at 5 a.m. for Max Mara, then you go straight to Fendi, and then you go to Prada, then you do your fitting, and then you do the show. So it was, like, super, super intense. Like, basically for a month, you don't sleep at all. Or you get, like, a few hours a night. And then you have to travel too. You have you go from like New York, London, Milan, and Paris. That's a lot of traveling. I know Whoa. in one month. <laughs> facts, facts. Would you say like being a runway model inspired your style today? Because obviously you got your own drip. Like I see the red hair, the red gloves, the vintage denim tee with the you know iced out bust down grill like you definitely got some drip so let's talk about you know where you get your style from um honestly i think in the beginning it was definitely from my mom because she always was very creative and she dresses different from people too so i feel like that inspired me to be like an individual but then obviously doing all the shows, meeting all the designers, doing all these photo shoots, being able to like wear all of these like clothes that are pretty like unaccessible to, I feel like the, you know, the regular person opened my eyes up to so much more because I just seen it firsthand up close. And I feel like I just, you know, I was like, oh, I like this. I don't like this. I want to incorporate this into my style. And I'm very... You know, I like to experiment and I'm not afraid to be who I am. So I think, therefore, kind of the unique slash loud style. But sometimes she's put together, you know, to not super loud. So it, it really depends on the day. But I think mostly, yeah, definitely from like modeling and fashion and seeing the clothes up close and also seeing the process, how they're made, meeting the designers and, you know, that stuff. Facts, facts. Yo, so Major Little Queen, I got a series of questions I'm asking. You just ask them to the best of your ability. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. All right. So the first question is smash, marry, kill. You got to smash one and kill one and marry one, hypothetically. And these are The Weeknd, Justin Bieber, and ASAP Rocky. Oh, my God. I'm going to get into trouble for that one. But I think I'd probably like marry the weekend because I feel like iconic and I feel like we could make like really dope music together too. And I just like personally, as an artist, I think his creativity and his visuals are like my favorite out of all of these. I probably have to kill Jay Beebs. 
there like I like like his especially his newer stuff is like dope. I listen to that, but I don't know. Like I never was like a super fan because I know like some people were like super fans, and then I guess I would have to smash ASAP Rocky, even though I would prefer Rihanna. But if they came together, you know, that would that would work for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's knocking two and one for sure. You thinking ahead? Respect that. Um, Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok? What's your favorite social media? Instagram or TikTok? Yeah. I do not use Snapchat at all. I just started getting into TikTok uh, about like a month and a half ago, or like right before I was like dropping so toxic, and it took a lot of work. Let me tell you. Yeah. But Instagram, I don't know. I just like it. It's like comfortable. It's I. I like I like feeling comfortable like in what I've known. I don't like change that much, but sometimes we do need to, you know, yeah. adapt. Facts. That's that. That's that Virgo behavior. You, Facts. It's your birthday. September first. Oh, on the first. Wow. I know. Mainstream or underground music? What's your favorite? I think in between. Singles or albums. That's so hard. I guess albums, because I like to know the whole story. And I especially respect, for example, like Kanye, I feel like he always takes us on a journey. You know, I, I really love that those types of albums because it's it's like an experience and I want to be in the experience and like feel it. Thanks. I agree. Majors are independent. It depends. I mean, majors, because, you know, they come with the bag. But if you have a bad situation, then that sucks. And independent, actually, I respect the boss actually chose independent. Because, I mean, it's really hard to do everything yourself. Like, because I'm independent and I, like, literally do everything pretty much myself. So, but I respect it. And then you can keep all the profits. So. Facts. Podcasts are ready. Also, if there was something in between again, that would be like ideal. If if somebody was funding you and you're independent, but maybe only give a low percentage away, like I feel like that would be ideal. And you're in control of your own creativity. Yeah, partnership. Yeah. Podcasts or radio? Podcasts. I listen to podcasts a lot. 